Hello and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we're talking about leadership. And there are probably, I would argue, if you go to Amazon and type in leadership as the subject of the product you want to buy, millions of books on leadership. Yeah. Everybody has something to say about being a leader because leadership is so important. And, and they know this, leaders read books. Yeah. <laughs> so part of it is, I'm going to sell a book if I write about leadership because I know leaders are reading books. Yeah. But I think what we have today is a very unique, very specific angle on leadership and talking about how to fail as a leader. Mm. And usually when I say that, everyone immediately goes to, okay, I've heard it before, you know, you've got to fail to get better. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. I'm almost sure most of you have not heard what we're going to talk about I today. I think, yeah, today's content is going to be some of the best I think you've heard on the podcast. That's okay, a pretty that's bold a strong statement. statement. I don't know about that, but I will say <laughs> it's something I just discovered and have been sharing with our team here presently. So this is I like setting the bar high. off the press, fresh content. Okay, so here's the thing. Every person listening is a leader. You are leading something. Because somebody say, well, I don't run a company. Uh, I don't have a business. I don't manage. Well, we all, we all are leaders. Number one is you're managing yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is you're managing and leading your family. Yes. Number three is you're leading your uh, business or the place you work. So everybody's in leadership. What about the single guy who's still living in his mother's basement? Yeah, he's a bad leader. It, <laughs> Maybe. Well, it depends on how old what he is. What is he leading? Depends on how old his he is. His pet hamster. Depends on how old he's he is. He's leading his crew in modern warfare when he's playing. That's leadership. That is that's leadership. leadership. Okay. That's leadership. But that's not the kind of leadership I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. Different today. kind of leadership. That's not yeah. modern warfare yeah. leadership. We're talking about leadership in the sense of everybody's a leader. You're either a good leader or you're not, or you're a bad leader. I just say it. You're, yeah. you're a good leader or a bad leader. Okay. When I came to Long Hollow, let's use our church as the test case. 2015. In 2015, Winter of 2015, I made the mistake personally. This is a personal thing. I made the mistake personally that most leaders make in a sense, and that is we use the same leadership strategy in every situation we encounter. Okay, and the so let me just pull over and, and, and share with you what I'm where I'm coming from. So I, I got turned on to this book recently called the Triangle Three Triangle Leadership. Okay, Three Triangle Leadership. Okay, and then I read that book and it was great. And then I found the backstory or the back the the, the precursor to that, which was Red Zone. Blue Zone. Mm, I just that, ordered this book. Yeah, this I is, haven't read it yet. Are this you going to spoil the, the whole thing for me today? Yes. Yes, I'm going to spoil the whole thing. <laughs> Red Zone, Blue Zone. Okay? okay. And what the book, so the, the, I thought I was reading a book about conflict management because that's mm. what the book's about, yeah. how to manage conflict. And it tells this, uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's a fictitious story, but it's a story about uh, a father and a son. Uh, the father has a business. He's giving it to his son, and there's a lot of animosity between the father and the son. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of problems with the, with the people in the office. There's a lot of problems with the employees. I mean, just everything's not going right. And the son is trying to use one level or one strategy to fix the problems like most people do. Mm-hmm. Okay? And what this book is showing, and this is so good to think about, there is a triangle of leadership. So I want you to think of this triangle in your mind. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking of a triangle. Think of a triangle. Okay. 
On the left side of the triangle, you have what's called tactical leadership. Okay. Okay. On the right side, you have strategic leadership. Okay. And at the bottom, the base, which is where we all want to get to, the base is, take a guess. Uh, transformational Ooh, leadership. Oh, transformational leadership. You may have heard me talk about this before, but. I may, I may have heard you, it You before. may have heard it before. Yeah. Okay. Transformational leadership. Now, here's the challenge, or here's what the authors say. 90% of people listening, including me, including you, yeah. are, going to re- are, are going to resort to using one area of leadership, one, one uh, strategy, if you will. Which one do you think it is? Is it tactical, strategic, or transformational? For me, I'm going to say tactical. Ooh. Now, for you, that fits. Yeah. Being in the Marines. Well, I just want to get stuff done, and I know I can get it done. You think that's because of your background in the Marines? Uh, maybe, Okay. maybe I, uh, I think it's probably just, I know, Hey, if I, if I want something done, I can get it done myself. And that's weak. I don't think that's a strong leadership thing. I just think that's what I do. Right. That's you get default. done. Okay. So let's define tactical and you're right. 90% of people lead. <sighs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Every situation. Guess, yeah. You're in the majority. <laughs> so feel good about yourself. All of us listening. Most of us in here are in the 90 percentile. Okay. Yeah. Meaning you, you see a problem in your church. You see a problem in your discipleship groups, and, and this is going to lead to discipleship. So you have to hang all the right. way to the end for the uh, yes. kind of the Easter egg, if you will, at the I end. I like that. Yeah, the Easter egg. Okay. So the first one is tactical. What a tactical leader does is a tactical approach is you see a problem, mm-hmm. you find a solution. Okay. Okay. So let me give you an example. Uh, the bathroom toilet stops up over Thanksgiving. Wow. That's a pretty graphic... Uh Illustration. I'm not saying it happened at my house, but it may have. (laughs) May have. With guests in the house. It wasn't me, just for the record, but the toilet stopped up. Now you have two choices at that moment, okay? You have two choices. Uh, (laughs) I would seem seem to me only have one choice. Okay, you have one choice. What are the two choices? I want to know. The first choice. (laughs) Please tell me what the two choices are. Well, the first choice is you fix it yourself. Okay. And if that doesn't work, you do what? Uh, I don't know. What do you do? You call a plumber. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had to call wow. a plumber. I've what did y'all have for dinner at Thanksgiving? Well, it was, it was a spread. I will say it was a big spread. Okay. But uh, it wasn't me. It was actually a guest. But a anyway. Cajun <laughs> Is this a family member that you love and care about? I will uh, not mention the name of the family member that uh, lives in the house behind. Uh, but, anyway, an but anyway. But anyway. Okay. This is an adult. Moving okay. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. So if you have a problem, let's say the toilet yes. breaks, what do you do? Uh, fix it. Yeah, or call a plumber. Okay? Or call a plumber. But I'm gonna, come you on. and I like to call people. Okay. Yes. For example, your gutter, your gutter uh, is filled up with leaves. Why would I do it? Exactly. So what do you do? I find someone else to do it, you, you, or I call somebody. Okay, that's a tactical approach. Here's the question you're asking with a tactical approach to leadership. You're asking the question, "What is wrong?" Okay. Okay. So let's let's bring it to the church. So what does this look like in the church? So when when I came to Long Hollow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came from uh, a church that, in a sense, in seven years, we moved to be a disciple-making church. Yeah. Okay, so over seven, it took a long time, but moved to where discipleship at, at Brainerd Baptist, the church I was pastoring, was not just a ministry of the church, it was the ministry of our church. Everybody talked about discipleship. In fact, if you weren't making disciples and in a discipling relationship, you were the outsider in a sense. It was abnormal for you, where in most churches, you're, and those listening would say, you're the minority. Yeah. 
those in discipling relationships are the minority because everybody else is in worship and, and Sunday school and life groups and small groups and connect groups right. only. Okay. So when I came to Long Hollow, they asked me in the interview process this question, and it got me to start thinking tactically. Okay. So the question they asked me was, how does it feel to come into a larger church than the one you're at right. that has been passionate about evangelism for years and years, so much so we baptized over 1,000 people in 2012, almost 1,000 people in 2013. How do you feel about coming into a church that's baptized around 2,000 people in two years? Now, I never even heard of churches doing this, honestly. I mean, uh, this was mind-blowing to me. I was overwhelmed and, and really taken back by it. I was thinking, wow, this is amazing. So I asked them a question. And the question was, what did you do? Did, what did you do with the people? Hmm. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> they looked around. That's very Christ-like of you. You answered their question, or you you responded to their question with a question. That's right. That's right. Right. You, you, what do you think? Or what? Right. Do, yeah. Right. So I said, "What did you do with the people?" And they looked yeah. around and thank God for their honesty. They looked around yeah. and they said, "That's what we need to talk to you about." We realize that we have been passionate about reaching people, passionate about decisions, passionate yeah. about baptism. But when they get out of the baptistry, mm. we realize that the church is plateaued. And, and here's a little secret we found out. Since coming here, mm -hmm. we ran the numbers, and we realized facts are our friends. We're not yeah. making these numbers up. Facts are our friends. So we, right. could, we could chart the attendance. We could chart the assimilation of the people. Right. Now, let me just give a caveat. Here's a footnote. During that period of time in 2013 and 14, our pastor here got sick mm. with cancer and eventually passed away. And then there was a year without a pastor. So... Yeah. Obviously, that's a monkey that wrench. If changes you, some things. In that the changes a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. but in those two, and then a lot of staff left, and regardless, but in those two years after we baptized those two thousand, mm -hmm. we actually were plateaued. Mm -hmm. Our church didn't grow. Right. Okay. So the natural question I began to ask was, where did the two thousand people go? Mm -hmm. And so I come into this situation. So you're me if you're listening, mm -hmm. and we'll come to the after the break. But I want you to think about this over the break. You're me coming into a new church context. Mm -hmm. You just heard that information. Are you going to respond tactically? Like, hey, here's a problem or here's an issue. Not really a problem. Here's an issue. Yeah. Let's fix the issue. I would say most of you will, like yeah. me. So what do I do? I come into the situation mm -hmm. and I take the pendulum, which is normally all the way over to evangelism, mm -hmm. and I throw it 180 degrees around to discipleship. And I try to fix a systemic problem or an issue with a tactical strategy. And we're going to find out how that turned out right after the break. Well, today I want to talk about replicatejournal.com. If you're looking for something to help you in the beginning of this new year, starting off 2020 right with doing your discipleship groups, your hear journals, your daily time with God, the perfect tool to use, and I'll even say it today, tactical tool mm -hmm. to use would be the Replicate Journal. It's filled with open spaces for you to fill out your here journals. It has the reading plans in the back, the Foundations plan, the Foundations New Testament plan. It has a place for you to rest weekly, reset daily, and in doing so, you can put those notes in, track your, your uh, here journals, share those with your discipleship group, and then it's a great place to come back and look at what God has done in your life over the course of those few months. So check it out at replicatejournal.com. And we're back talking about how to fail as a leader. <laughs> Everybody wants to, to, uh, to lead well. Right. And so w whenever we think about failing as a leader, we probably think 
man, that guy, that, that gal did not really do what they were supposed to do. Mm. But oftentimes, failure isn't a result of us not doing what we shouldn't do, even though that can be the cause. Yeah. Sometimes it's because we're using the, the wrong tactic, if you will, yeah. or approach. And so I think you're beginning to tell us the conclusion or the, the solution or how it all turned out when you came into Long Hollow, facing a lot of uh, different issues to a, a plateaued uh, church and, and kind of said, hey, let's fix this issue of evangelism um, 100%. Swing the pendulum over discipleship almost 100%. Yeah. And what happened as a result of that? Okay. So let me, let me just kind of bring in. So we come in, uh, and I bring a bunch of guys with me who are kind of disciple-minded guys. And so Yeah, several positions on the team were uh, vacant. Vacant, 11 to be exact. left in the years since our pastor had passed away. Yeah, so I bring in the team, and we start to uh, fix this problem. So let me give you a couple of things about tactical uh, ways to fix something tactically. Number one is the role of a tactical leader is they find an expert, okay? Mm -hmm. They want to bring in an expert to fix the problem. So what do I do? I bring in, in my mind, experts in disciple making. Mm -hmm. The second thing you do with tactical leadership is you only focus on the present. So you say, I've got to fix the problem now. Yeah. And you ask the question, what is wrong? So mm -hmm. you fix the problem, okay? Then I would say, over time, we moved from tactical to the second part of the triangle, which is strategic, hmm. okay? So what we realized was, okay, we need to fix the, the, the challenge of people leaving the church or going out the back door, which many of you listening would have the same problem, I would say. And so the, the, the second way to move, and this is a more deeper way of leadership, mm -hmm. is the strategic form of leadership. And here's what mm -hmm. you ask with the strategic form of leadership. What is the process? Or the better question is, what's the focus? What mm -hmm. are we trying to create here? Okay. And then what you do is you start to look at the process. Okay. So instead of with tactical, what is the problem? Now you're saying, what is the focus? Yeah. So think of it this way. Tactical is you have something to solve. Mm -hmm. uh, strategic is you have something to plan. Hmm. You see the difference? So yeah. you're going to solve a problem here. And, and I think of tactical more as uh, you have a problem, you put a period, you move on. Okay. You have another problem, you put a period, you move on. Yeah. Okay, that's no. And listen, most of you listening, I would say, like me, that's the way you lead. Yeah. You have an attendance issue or your attendance is declining. You need to figure out. Well, it's ways. urgency. It's great. You got to get it done now. You, get, you need to fix this problem so you can move on. That's the way we think. Yeah. And I would say if you live in a tactical world, you are just a problem solver. Mm. You can never get ahead and look to the future, which is the strategic way of thinking. Yeah. So tactical mindset is everything's breaking. You know, you inherited the, the house that has, you know, a toilet leak, uh, sheetrock needs fixing, the flooring. So you're just tactically fixing yeah. all these things in the proverbial, uh, proverbial church you're in as well. Yeah. You know, the attendance is declining. Baptisms right. are not what it was. This family's finances, unhappy. This family's People unhappy. People don't like your new preaching style. That's a perfect example. <laughs> so a family gets mad and they're right. threatening to leave the church and they're big givers. Mm. So what do you do? You try to tactically fix the problem. Hey, yeah. what did we do wrong? Yeah. What can I do to serve you better? Mm. How can I acquiesce to your demands? Uh -oh. How can I? Easy. Yeah, exactly. Easy. Anyway, okay, <laughs> let's get back on track. Okay, that's not the way to do it. Okay, so the first way to fix the tactical problem is through training. Okay. The way to fix the tr strategic problem is through inspiring. Mm. Okay, let me show you what a, a strategic model would be. Strategic model of leadership is you look at the problem as a whole mm -hmm. and you realize that the reason the toilet's breaking is there is a systemic issue or a, a below-the-surface issue yeah. with the plumbing. 
We're talking a lot about plumbing and toilets. I don't know today. why we're on this today, but <laughs> we aren't. You are, and I'm, I'm just still along bitter for the about ride. the fact that my toilet was stopped up for Thanksgiving. I don't know about <laughs> you. That, that'll ruin a Thanksgiving <laughs> gathering. I'm just telling you, that will ruin a gathering quicker than anything. So, so, so but it's a good analogy. Let's it keep going. Let's, let's keep going let's down. Stay. I mean, we're already no in this table. Let's go down below the toilet. Okay, into the plumbing, the pipes. Okay, the way you fix the problem strategically mm-hmm. is. You rewire the pipes, or you realign uh, the pipes, or you put in an infrastructure mm. where the where the drainage problem is fixed below, so you have a a, 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 a solution to the problem above. Mm. Okay, so you see the difference. Tactical would be more of an expert approach, okay, where strategic would be more of a synthesized approach, mm. where you're trying to have synergy with all the moving parts to put them together. Okay. Okay. So you're asking this question, not what is wrong. You're asking the question, what is the focus? Hmm. What are we trying to create? Now, at Replicate, we tell you this over and over. We say, before you can make disciples, who make disciples? Mm -hmm. You have to know what kind of disciple you're trying to make. Mm. (laughs) Right? That's a good point. Yeah, and so what we do is we bring you through this exercise where, if you remember, we put a a person on the board, mm-hmm. and you should do this if you yeah. haven't with your team yet. You put a person on the board, and you try to decide. And we did this for months and months with our team. Mm-hmm. We asked, "What is a faithful dis- or what does a faithful disciple at Brainerd Baptist mm-hmm. or Long Hollow Baptist or whatever church you're at, the First yeah. Baptist, whatever, First Methodist, whatever Lutheran or whatever it is? What is a- what does a faithful disciple look like?" Mm-hmm. And we came to the conclusion: if we could have someone in our church the ideal church member mm-hmm. who had a worn out Bible in one hand, who had a stamped passport in the other hand, mm-hmm. who had their feet moving to the nations and neighborhoods and their eyes focused on God. Mm. Like if we could build an army, a membership of, of faithful followers of Christ like that who yeah. replicated their life, that would be the church anybody would right. want to pastor. Yeah, And I feel like that would be a church where Jesus would look down and say, well done, my good and faithful servant, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the goal. A strategic way of leadership identifies where you're going mm-hmm. and determines a path to get there. Now, this is another thing we say, and we said this before, but it's worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Good leaders, when they go into an organization, and we can't say this enough, it's so crucial. Good leaders go into an organization, a church, a nonprofit, mm-hmm. uh, a ministry, yeah, and they do three things. And I would even say... You probably need to do this every year. Mm. You probably need to audit your ministry, audit your organization, mm-hmm. audit your church to make sure you're still going after the goal you set mm-hmm. and the plan's working. Okay, yeah. so what do, here's the pop quiz. I know it's early. What do good leaders do? They all start with D's. All start mm. with D's. Can we get a uh, clock, please? Time clock. Oh, boy. A time clock. Am I supposed to be answering this? <laughs> They uh, delegate. Is that a, is that one of them? No. Uh, you get too much. <laughs> we are going south. All right. Let me oh, help you. Boy. Let me help you. Let me give you the verse. Is this Family Feud? Can I? No. This is Jeopardy. This is a survey this is says. No, okay. it's, no, this is not Family <laughs> Feud. This is Jeopardy. Okay. Okay. Make yeah. it sure. What is de- no? <laughs> okay. Here's it. The first one is this. You define what? You define the destination. Close. Man. Oh, for two. You define can, Dylan. Can you help him out, please? I we need are, help, Dylan. Does please. anyone in the room Dylan know what the first one is? Dylan starts with a D. Is? 
Colton. I want to D- say maybe it's Define Reality. Oh, yeah. Ice cream sandwich for Dylan today. Wow. Nice. I will see. Define I haven't had coffee this morning. I'm drinking my uh, Pellegrino, Pellegrino with no that, caffeine. Why, I've got coffee and I've got Coke Zero. It, it I shows. Mean, I, it shows. <laughs> I am amped up today. All right, let's. Well, you're amped up. We need to wrap this up. No, we're going to do this in two parts because okay, I got okay, way yeah. more. To, I got way got, more to talk about. We have a about. whole third element of leadership. We I'm trying about to ha- get, get people hanging on to the next yes, episode. Yes, because you're going to want to hear what happened at Long Island. I want to hear. Okay, you, you've lived it. What are you talking about? Okay, so the, the, we're going to finish with this. Okay. So the the good leader defines reality. Yes. Okay. You go into your organization and you audit, in a sense, not financially but practically, mm. process driven program-driven uh, audit. Define reality. This is who we say we are. Yeah. This is what we say we're doing, but we're really not doing that. Okay, define reality. Facts are our friends. Numbers mm-hmm. don't lie unless you manipulate the numbers. But anyway, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast for another day. Okay, yeah. define reality. Number two, you determine the destination. I knew that was in there somewhere. This is the strategic approach. So you determine, yeah, you got those words. You determine a destination. You say, this is where we're taking our church. Our church is going to be X, a disciple-making church who reaches the lost and disciples the saved. That's Mm -hmm. our church model. This is where we're going. And then here's the strategic approach. Then you back up from the end Mm -hmm. and you chart steps that it takes in order to get there. So let me. Do, so what you do is you develop a strategy right. or develop a, a, a process. Okay, let me show you how you do this. So if the goal of the church is to be a disciple-making church that is equipping the saints to do the work of ministry, mm-hmm. then you have to create environments whereby people are learning to own their faith and take responsibility right. for their beliefs. Those environments, we know, are discipleship groups and life groups. Okay, so then you back it up again. What gets in the way of discipleship groups and life groups? Programs. Mm. Bible studies, uh, every event on the church calendar, yep. good events, albeit yep. great events. Sure. And then you start to realize that the enemy of, of great is best mm. or an enemy of great is good. Sorry. Yeah. The enemy of best is, is okay. Okay. Mm. And there's a lot of okay ministries, a lot of good ministries. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you start realizing that you're not going to be impressed with successes in your church that don't accomplish the goal that you set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, okay, these are the ministries that get in the way. These are the programs. We're going to eliminate or repurpose, as we say, those programs. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start it with a kickoff in January. And then now I've got to lead through that. And then that's the plan. And so that's a strategic approach. But here's the thing. That's not the greatest way to change a culture and to lead as a leader. We're going to have to wait until next week. The greatest way is coming up, and it's the transformational leader. For part two of how to fail as a leader. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you wouldn't mind, give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast listening app. Also, if you want to check us out on YouTube, you can go to our YouTube channel. Just search for Replicate Ministries. Do us a favor and subscribe to the channel, and we appreciate you listening and watching whenever you get the chance. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple making, resources related to disciple making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.